Hey guys, it's Guru Mike Pan of the Binding Warrior Podcast. Today is your Finish Strong Friday episode of the week. Um, if it's your first time joining us, basically every Friday morning I try to end the work week on a good note, uh, sharing some thoughts and some insights that I gathered uh, this past week that I hope can impact you and empower you into next week. Uh, now, in today's episode, I want to discuss the issue surrounding the death of George Floyd. And the reason why I want to discuss this is not because I'm some kind of expert on law enforcement or anything like that, nor is it because um, I'm trying to, uh, you know, just put my voice out there for no reason. I'm really putting my voice out there right now because I have a few students, quite a few students that have messaged me and texted me and sent me Instagram messages uh, about what I think about this. Uh, as a martial arts instructor, as a person who, uh, you know, really spends the majority of my time uh, teaching people how to protect themselves and understanding martial arts and fighting and all these things, you know, what's your take on this? You know, what's my take? And so I, I thought I, today I would just do that, uh, just kind of get this out there. And I hope it impacts you and I hope uh, it kind of expresses where my thoughts are on the subject. So I want to kind of start with um, what we all know so far. And again, I don't know anything more than most of you all out there listening to this. Um, I, like most of you, have seen this video. Um, and I think across the board, regardless if you're a martial arts expert, a law enforcement expert, you know, a law enforcement veteran, whoever... I think all of us can understand and visibly see that what happened to George Floyd was completely unnecessary and evil, okay? There's no need to keep a man who is, by all accounts, handcuffed, he's on his stomach, he's face down, to keep your knee and your body weight on the man's neck for nine minutes. There is no handbook in the law enforcement community that says that that's okay. In fact, by all accounts, all the law enforcement uh, experts that I have been reading about and speaking out about this thing are telling the world that there's a very particular methodology in, t- in arresting uh, a person. And there's certain things you do and there's certain things you don't do. They're trained specifically to do this in an ethical, humane way as much as possible, uh, you know, regardless of the circumstance. Now, in this particular scenario, I think it's safe to say for all of us that what happened to him, you don't need to put a knee on a downed man's neck for nine minutes. There, it, it, I think across the board, regardless of the political views you may have, whether you're pro-law enforcement or anti-law enforcement, I think that that across the board is a given. I think we can all agree on that, okay? Um, now, again... If you guys uh, follow my podcast, you'll know that, again, I am very pro-law enforcement. Do I believe that this video represents all law enforcement? Do I believe that the cops involved in the death of George Floyd represent all police? No, I do not. I am a very pro-police law enforcement guy. Um, if you guys know me, if you guys have been to my Kickstart Kids classroom, for instance, I actually have, along with the Filipino flag and the American flag, I actually do... Uh, have a thin blue line flag hanging up in the classroom, okay? If you uh, go to um, any of our Binding Warrior Martial Arts training, if you see where our uh, many of our uh, training centers, we actually have a thin blue line flag hanging up alongside the Filipino flag and the American flag and the Texas flag in certain cases. Why? Because we do support law enforcement. We do support the brave men and women out there who got into law enforcement for the right reasons. Um, and again, um, a lot of people don't know this, but I actually went to take my law enforcement exam in New Jersey. There was a part of my mid-20s where I believed that I wanted to be a police officer. Uh, so I went to go take the exam. And from what I gathered from the 
young men that were with me in the classroom. And again, I was able to take this test. And before and after the test, I was able to kind of just talk to the guys in the classroom just to kind of get to know them a little bit. We were all kind of nervous about this test. So we just got to talking. And by all accounts, from what I saw, the young men and women that were taking this exam along with me did not take this test and you know, take time out of their day to take this test because they wanted to do evil. You could tell, and from what I gathered from the people I took this test with, I could tell that these young men and women really believed in being a police officer. They wanted to make a difference from what they were telling me and the, the, the energy they just gave off. You could tell that they were there for the right reason. But like in any field, whether it be law enforcement, military, education, uh, you know, clergy, whatever, there's going to be evil people. And I think this video illustrated that. And I think it's important for us as Americans, as upsetting as the video may be, and it is, we cannot paint a broad stroke across all law enforcement that they are the same way. The vast majority of police officers that I know are honorable people that want to make a difference in a positive way in their community. They don't take the job that they have for the money because in many cases, it's not the best paying job. Uh, they don't do it uh, for you know cool benefits and cool vacations. They don't do that. They do it because they want to make a difference, most of them. That's not to say that there aren't scumbags in that field. There are scumbags and evil people in every field. And I think it's fair for us and I think it's, it's, it's important for us as Americans to, while we should desire justice for the death of George Floyd, we should desire that the men that were involved, the police officers that were involved in this particular situation, that they, that they see a jail cell, that they are not just fired, I believe they are fired, but they need to be charged with murder. I agree with that. But I don't think at the same time it's important, or it's necessary or even rational to paint all law enforcement in this light. And I really hate to say it, but it seems to me that only the bad stories of law enforcement get out there. We have to remember to take a step back and recall that these individuals, these scumbags that were involved in George Floyd's death are not the majority of law enforcement. We need to kind of take a step back from that. And we need to recognize that most law enforcement officers are there for the right reasons. It's just these scumbags that ruin it and it tarnishes their, their image. And if I could say something, I'm not a police officer, okay, but from a gathering from my friends who are in law enforcement, just seeing what they're posting online about this whole situation, um, what I'm noticing is that the people who are probably the most upset, some of the most angry people at this particular scenario are actually police officers <laughs> because they don't like anyone making them look bad. They don't like it. So I need to, we, I think we need to kind of keep that in consideration. Again, there's scumbags in every field. All right. Just because a person wears a badge does not make them the enemy. Okay. It doesn't make them automatically a good person, but we can't write them all off as the same way that we are viewing the cops that were involved in this particular situation in Minneapolis. Okay. Let's just get that out of the way. Now, um, f recently I've noticed that online, um, and you've probably watched the news, Minneapolis has erupted into looting, into violence, into rioting. The anger from the community is understandable. Okay. I get it. Um, but from what I've read about George Floyd, um, and I've been fortunate, actually, in the last few days to actually get to know this man a little bit just from what people who knew him wrote. Um, from what I understand, he was from Houston, if I'm not mistaken. He's from Texas. He's one of us. And um, he basically went to Minneapolis. Um, and everybody who knew him has been saying he was a man of peace. This is a guy who cared about people. He cared about his faith. 
All right. And he wanted to make sure that people were who met him felt that sense of love and that sense of brotherhood. He, he seemed that way. I don't know the guy. I never met the guy. But everything I'm reading about this man kind of indicates to me that he would not be down for burning down a target or an auto zone. Okay. And just because I am not in agreement with looting, and while I disagree with it, does not mean I don't want justice for the man. I think it's, there's this thing going on social media right now where if you don't support the looting, if you're only talking about the looting, well, you're not talking about the murder. I'm like, no, it's not binary, okay? You can still seek and want justice for the death of George Floyd and still detest looting, okay? That, I believe, is a rational place to be. And I don't believe, from what I've read about George Floyd, that he would agree with what's going on. He wouldn't want that, all right, from what I'm gathering. Again, I don't know the man. I never met the man, but I could tell that he probably wasn't a person that would want that. So we need to keep that in mind. We got to keep that in check. It's possible to seek justice for the death of George Floyd from these corrupt scumbag cops, this handful of cops that did this. We definitely need to seek justice for that. And I believe justice is coming for that. I believe that in my heart. I believe that because the entire country is rallying around this. I believe it. Um, even the mayor of Minneapolis is calling for their arrest. So I believe it. Okay, I think it's going to happen. But that's not to say that I also have to agree with the looting. I can understand the anger, but in no particular case is looting the same thing, okay, as seeking justice. It's not the same. All right. Now, I also like to discuss the issue of racism in this country. Um, I'll be completely honest in saying that I understand that racism is a reality. Unfortunately, it's a reality. Um, in this country, especially, we have this country has a huge history of racism. Obviously, if you just read any history book, you'll see that. Um, do I think it's an exclusively American issue? No. I believe racism is something that exists in humankind, period, unfortunately. Um, you know, even in my, the motherland of the Philippines, um, there was racism from you know, Filipino natives against other Filipino natives. I mean, just based on the region and island they were from. Um, you know, there, there's, there's racism across the board, and it's not exclusively an American problem. Uh, Filipino Americans are no stranger to racism in this country. If you guys follow my uh, recent podcast episode a few weeks ago, uh, I discuss racism in the era of coronavirus, um, how crimes, violent crimes against Asians and Asian Americans are on the rise since uh, the coronavirus quarantine. Okay, um, that's a thing. All right, that's a reality that we need to be to uh, accept and understand, and not to victimize ourselves through that. But we need to recognize that it's there, and we need to know how to handle that. Um, so I understand that racism is a reality in this country, and a lot of people are viewing the death of George Floyd as a racially motivated attack. Um, while again, I believe we need to seek justice for George Floyd. While I believe that those scumbag police officers need to see a jail cell for the rest of their lives, um, I do not. No, and I could be wrong. I'm not sure, and I do not know if this was specifically a racially motivated attack. Um, and I'm not saying it's not. I'm not discounting the possibility that it was racially motivated. But for, for after seeing the video several times and watching it over and over again, it doesn't specifically detail that this was racially motivated. Because you see a white cop on top of a black gentleman putting his knee into his neck, and you see an Asian guy standing by, an Asian cop standing right there and letting it happen. Okay, I don't think this is specifically based on race. I think this was just evil, pure and simple. Um, I, per I personally subscribe to the understanding that if those scumbag cops had anyone on that ground, it could have been a female, it could have been a, an Asian person, it could be a Hispanic person, even a white person, whoever, 
those guys would probably done it anyway because evil is evil. All right, that's where I'm at. Now, again, I'm not discounting the fact or the possibility that it could have been racially motivated, but I think we need to take a step back and realize that it may or may not have been. We just need to realize that these people are, these cops that were involved in this scenario were evil scumbags, plain and simple. All right? So after hearing all these points, uh, what do we do from here? Um, I believe it's important for us to take away a few lessons from this. Um, one of the lessons as a martial arts instructor, I think it's important to say, and without a doubt, I think this is an example of why proper combative training for law enforcement is so important. Um, I think that's really important. I, I might make a separate podcast just on this topic alone because I think it's that important. Uh, but uh, just seeing what I'm looking at in the video, these are clearly people who are not properly trained. Anyone who's properly trained knows that what that was, what they were doing was wrong. Okay. Um, and someone who's trained, believe it or not, has a less likely of a chance to use excessive force than someone who is not trained. Typically people who are improperly trained or don't have proper training tend to lash out. They tend to act a little wild. They don't have the sense of restraint or understanding of how the body works and moves and what makes the body vulnerable. So I really think this is a great example of why law enforcement departments, uh, police departments across the nation need to make uh, combatives, hands-on, empty-hand combative training, uh, more thorough and more more detailed. Uh, more, and it has to be on a deeper, deeper level. Uh, police officers are often called upon to go hands-on, as they say, uh, basically using um, empty-hand techniques and force to subdue a suspect. Um, this is an example of individuals who are not properly trained. Uh, people, again, who uh, the law enforcement officers that I know that have proper training, they tend to be the ones who can uh, de-escalate a situation. And if it does get physical, they can uh, properly, humanely, and safely take the individual down should they need to. Okay, so I think this is a really great example. And again, I may make an entirely separate podcast based on this alone. Uh, but uh, I think that's the first thing that we need to learn from this. Uh, our law enforcement officers deserve the proper training, thorough training from experienced uh, martial artists and experts in that field. Okay, the minimum requirements of you know doing your basic stuff at the academy and that's it. That's not enough. I think law enforcement should hold themselves to a higher standard and get the training that they need. Now, um, in addition to that, I would also say we also have to learn from this as to how to stand by one another how to stand with each other. There's so much division going on right now, guys. And just as a husband, as a father, as an American, I just hope that we can all stand up for the thing that I believe all of us, regardless of the side of the aisle, political aisle you, you stand on, whether you're Democrat, Republican, whether you're black or white, whether you're Asian, Hispanic, whether you're liberal, conservative, whatever, all of us seem to subscribe to the belief that this was an injustice. And I believe that we need to focus on that common thread. Because we don't want this to divide us. We should use this as a means to unite us. Because I believe that the man George Floyd would have wanted that. Again, from the little I know about the man. Let's try to do that. Okay? So I hope this podcast inspired you. Take care. God bless and be the hero in your life.